0: Moxie Podcast Episode 5. I'm Meg Bros. I'm Nia O'Reilly Amandis.
1: And I am mostly silent producer Brie O'Reilly. woo
0: Yeah. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. So we just got our website officially, so you can visit that at themoxypodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at themoxcast, on Facebook at the Moxie Podcast. Or you can email us with fun notes at themoxcast at gmail.com.
2: Thank you, Nia. We found out there is some other Moxie podcast out there, but they don't appear to actually exist. They just have taken several handles from various social media that we can't use. So we decided to go consistency-wise with the at the beginning of all of our stuff. So, sometimes it's the Moxie podcast, sometimes it's the Moxcast, but that's what you're looking for. Thrilling! Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I know. Our
0: first segment will be about that.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I just
2: want them to know where to find us.
1: Listen, those other girls are theoretically in Chicago, so we should find them and kill them, and then <laughs> exactly. everything will be fine.
2: Anyway, on to
0: Pleasant Things.
1: Yeah. So,
2: it's summer.
0: Hot. It's end of summer. End of summer. But it's still summer, like, straight up. But by the time you listen to this podcast, it'll be winter. (laughs) That's
3: true. We're
2: trying,
0: folks. We're trying. It's a time (laughs) capsule, folks. Today is
2: August 16th. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 2016. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows when you'll hear this. They seem to have quieted down, but you may hear some cicada noise in the background, which is just a pleasant
0: ambient sound, I think. Hmm. We're used to it. Yeah, we Other are. people come to Chicago and they're like, what the hell is that? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Today I was in the yard and the cicadas were going full force and an airplane was going over and Alex was trying to tell me something and I was like, I have no idea what you're saying.
0: <laughs> Sarah's dad uh, this weekend called them Chicadas multiple times. And I was like, huh. Italian pronunciation? I don't know. But I liked it. I don't know if I'm going to embrace it or not. Chicadas. It's kind of like saying white. Like, I yeah. feel like I could only do it, like, with a voice like that. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> when are the Chikata's coming? <laughs> what is the deal with white? I think it's a southern thing. But the H is after the W. Like, white or <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're right. You can't just switch them. You know, I there's all kinds of terrible rules in English. <laughs> it's true. All right. all right, what do you want to like really talk about? Uh, well, the Olympics are happening. We're, We're gonna... in the middle of the 2016 <laughs> Olympics <laughs>
2: uh, in Rio. In Rio, disaster Olympics, as has been predicted. Has anyone used that term? They should. so good trademark
0: disaster olympics it's interesting because time capsule the zika virus is a big (laughs) deal right now right um but did you hear that at i think it was at a volleyball match the brazilians started chanting zika zika because they were offended that americans were treating it like it was such a huge deal Which is interesting because I wonder if it's one of those things where, like, if you're there, you're like, this is not that big of a deal. People are blowing it out of proportion. But I have to say, it seems like a pretty big deal. So yeah.
2: probably,
1: if they wanted to make fun of America, they should have started chanting like "police brutality" or something. Right, like that's yeah. <laughs>
2: true. Like that's not our Zika's not our problem.
0: Yeah, but we're I just, th- I think there was a lot. There were people that pulled out of the games. There was a lot of talk right. about people pulling out of the games.
2: Well, I think the main concern is the pregnancy thing. Like I have not heard much about what Zika does to your to you if you just besides get it. the babies. besides causing. Birth terrible dearth, birth birth defects. So, yeah, I personally, you know, I'm someday we'll probably have another kid, and I'm just like, well, I'm just not gonna go tropical places for a few years. Like, you
0: know, there have been 46 cases in Illinois. I know. So, but
2: none of them have been contracted here. But still, like, yeah, I'm not gonna Miami. I'm though Just not gonna risk it. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, and Veneto. So that's Miami. interesting. And then the big, the big thing with the Olympics was, or one of the big things that I heard about in advance was how dirty the water is and people are are getting super sick, which is what they predicted, but they all, not all of them, but the people that have to compete on open water, which is mostly like, I think it's like people who do decathlons maybe and then like, and then, uh, mostly people who are in boats, like, crew and stuff,
1: they're getting
0: dysentery. Ugh. How about that? But, like, there was a story about how, I guess, I don't know if it's a tradition, maybe just to Americans, I don't know, you throw the captain or maybe the coxswain of the crew team into the water when you win, Mm -hmm. and they did it, and she was, like, all happy, and I was like, you're gonna have dysentery, oh my god. That's so weird, why would...
2: I would have been like, that thing's not going to happen, even if we win. <laughs> but maybe you just are so happy you don't care. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and then there's the, like, rampant casual sexism that's just popped like a new story every day, I swear.
0: Yeah. I wonder. Like, I feel like I'm not the biggest Olympics person, so maybe I'm paying more attention than usual. Or maybe it's always like this. or Maybe it was worse before. But it has been really bad. Like, I watched a bunch of events this weekend, and just, like, within an hour, I saw two things where I was like, oh my god. Ugh. One of them was this, um, a shot putter, (laughs) whose name was Michelle Carter, was about to win the gold. And I guess shot putters, you have to be super strong, and they're often, like, larger people. Mm. And... They show her on the camera, and the announcer goes, there she is, letting it all hang out. What does that mean? And I was like, what? Are you... What, what was hanging out? First of all, like, I mean, nothing was actually hanging out. I don't know why they said it. Like, I can't... Uh, wait, what could they mean? Doesn't
2: that usually mean you're, like, kind of a casual mess? Like, you're just
0: letting yeah, things it's, go? Yeah, So maybe they meant it like she's carefree, (laughs) but it was like, Um, no, no. it was insane.
2: It's like the announcers are like reaching for commentary, but are not thinking. Oh yeah. I guess is the deal. I mean,
0: and they show stuff where you're like, oh my God, please switch to something else. Like I watched a swimmer, it wasn't even a competition. It was just a place. She placed, she was happy she placed. They followed her around the deck afterwards for several minutes to the point where she's just yelling up at her family and they're just videoing her from behind, like, talking to her family. You can't hear the audio. And one of the announcers at one point goes, sounds like dinner plans. (laughs)
1: Oh my <laughs> god, and that's come terrible! Boring. And it's like, also, none of the NBC <laughs> footage has been live. It's all tape delay. So why don't they edit it better? <laughs> it was it was really weird. We were like, okay, cut away, cut, cut away. No,
0: <laughs> she's still just talking to her parents with <laughs> her back to the camera. <laughs> like, <No>. Come on.
2: <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Well, the two big things I've heard of casual sexism wise are the. Chicago Tribune, sadly, our hometown, fail. Uh, they tweeted, Wife of Bears lineman Mitch Unrain wins the bronze. I'm not sure if I pronounced his name right. The point is, they didn't say her name, and there's been a big uproar about it, luckily. Like, I've seen a lot of people's responses. A lot of them are men, too, which makes me happy. Her name's Corey Cogdell. or Cog- Cogdell, right? Probably.
0: I haven't heard of I yet. mean,
2: it's not like I follow trap shooting. I don't even actually know what that is, but...
0: Uh, it's when you shoot traps of people <laughs> and catch them.
2: I'm imagining a bear trap laying open, and then she, like, shoots the middle of it and it snaps closed.
0: Perfect. <laughs> Never watch it. <laughs>
3: Let's just assume that that's, that's correct.
2: really entertaining. Yeah. But
0: yeah. the point is...
2: No, that's like, really fucked up. They, they tried to justify it by saying, oh, we we're trying to make a local connection, but... One assumes she lives in Chicago, and they could just say "Chicagoan wins a bronze," you know. They
0: could even say her name, comma, right, and she's also the wife of him, right? Like if I, dropping I guess the name I at still...
2: the top or just neglecting to use it at the top was a big mm-hmm. problem, and now I've now they put it in like if After you if fact. you search her name, it says the whole sentence with her name first, so like. Whatever they've wiped well, the least internet or something fixed
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I mean time capsule. Hillary Clinton is running for president right now, and <laughs> when she officially got the nomination, all of the newspapers put the headline "Hillary Clinton nominated for president" with a picture of Bill Clinton. I know. It's I insane. cannot believe
1: that happened. I still can't believe it. Some of them didn't even have Hillary Clinton. They just had Clinton, and then well, his that's picture. Just fucking confusing. <laughs> Come on. It's insane. Like,
0: and somebody was like, trying to tell me, you know, like, oh yeah, they really fucked up. And I was like, no, that level, that has to be intentional. Absolutely. Like, you don't go, let's see,
2: which Clinton should we use? Which one's running for president again? It's like, they know what they did. Yeah.
0: It's
1: awful. Yeah.
0: Uh, so another Olympic sexism moment. I was watching another swimming Match. Do they call them heats? A heat. Um, see, I've learned. Breed nodded exasperatingly.
1: <laughs> Not exasperatingly. Oh, I was <laughs> confirming. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly silently. Sports,
2: sports authority over here.
0: Oh, that's a good. Yeah, now that Sports, Sports Authority, Authority is closing, time capsule. Oh, they now are. Now Bree can be it.
2: Um, <laughs> just, you should just take Move their, right in. their Twitter handle. <laughs> Absolutely take their Twitter handle. I am
1: Sports Authority. <laughs> Maybe it'll still be verified.
0: Yeah, cool. You'll have so many followers. Anyway, um, I was watching a heat, and I, I could not find this after the fact, and I don't remember the woman's name, but she won the gold medal for her match or whatever, and she apparently it was her last Olympics and the announcers said It's her last Olympics this year because she's engaged and just bought a house. God <laughs> damn it. And I My jaw dropped so low. Ugh It's
2: bad. It's real bad. Did you hear about when the gymnastics team was kind of standing around chatting and one of the commentators said, Something like, look at them all standing around like girls at the mall.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> do not hear that no.
3: one? No. Oh, oh.
2: I know.
0: It's <laughs> just nonstop.
2: It's like, okay, because they're women.
0: That's Who what,
3: even goes that's to what the we mall?
0: Do. do people go to the mall? I mean, yes.
2: I actually sidebar, now that I say that, I went to the mall yesterday because I knew they had the stores I needed for some like work clothes for the fall. And it was the weirdest experience. I was there by myself, Lincolnwood Town Center. Your favorite. On a Monday or Tuesday afternoon. Wait, what day is it? Monday afternoon. And it was, like, essentially abandoned. Because, like, it's a Monday afternoon. Who's shopping there? Yeah. And it was just weird being in a mall at all. Because I'm in them, like, once a year.
0: It's, yeah, it's very weird. I wouldn't, I sadly... Spent some time in the old Marshall Fields the other day, which is now Macy's. Yeah. And it's been Macy's for a while, but um, Macy's is not doing well. Oh,
3: that's And good.
0: neither are department stores in general, because no one does that anymore. Everyone right. buys stuff online, and otherwise they're not going to, like, go to buy all their stuff at once. Um, and I'm sure there are other reasons, but it was, uh, it's not in good shape. Like, there are, like tiles missing from floors and things are dirty and it's starting to look like oh this is this is gonna look really cool and sad (laughs) very shortly oh that's so sad i rode an elevator that was the most death-like elevator (laughs) i've ever been in it was going up down up down up down i was like uh should i get off it was so scary that makes me so sad, because even though
2: I was sad when Marshall Fields became Macy's, I've still been a pretty good, like, patron yeah. of the store. I've dragged Bree through there
1: multiple times. I don't know why that's <laughs> happened so many times. I've been there on my own multiple times, yeah. too, actually, because it's right by my work. And so. they have yeah. a
2: great food court. I love their seventh... Like, the their upstairs. bottom floor one is, like, kind of weird, but the seventh floor one?
3: Mm-hmm. Awesome! It's
1: just...
0: It's just no one... shops Shops like that anymore like I went walking I was just walking around taking pictures of the building and stuff and like you're like oh yeah there's like a Marc Jacobs here and there's like a Ralph Lauren here and there's like all of these stores but they're also like two blocks away and larger and nicer and like it's just it's antiquated it's not gonna time capsule I don't think it's gonna exist much longer oh no it's so sad
1: I will say I went to a Macy's because I got a gift card from my parents for my birthday, nice. but they sent me an e-gift card because mm-hmm. time capsule is 2016. Um, and then I, <laughs> I somehow like deleted the email or something, oh, no. and so then they tried to resend it, but all it was was their receipt, which I brought in. They're like, "Well, this is not your gift card. This is your parents' receipt that they bought you a gift card." And I was like, "Seriously, how many people are committing?" I mean, I guess some people are committing fraud. Yes. But so we went and we talked to this woman at customer service and she was on the phone with like some Macy's headquarters somewhere else. And this is Nikki loves to tell this story. She said, I'm hearing a lot about what you can't do for Miss O'Reilly. I want to hear about what you can do for Miss O'Reilly. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay.
3: And after another
1: couple of minutes, she was just like, here, just take this Macy's cash. Here's $50. Go spend it. If later on your gift card suddenly starts working, congratulations, you got an extra $50. And I did,
3: (laughs) like, later that day. You did?
1: Yeah. So I spent a lot of money at Macy's. Including the shirt I was wearing earlier and the belt I'm wearing. I got some work clothes. (laughs) The fraud worked. Yes.
2: (laughs) Well, that's pretty delightful, because I, you know, I can't imagine someone at Old Navy doing that. Right? Working that hard? Yeah. It was nice.
0: That, I mean... That's buff and beyond. This is making me want to go to Macy's forever. End the show. We're going to Macy's. Speaking of fashion.
2: Yeah, Nia, I wanted to check in with you about your capsule. And by Time that, capsule. I say... <laughs> very confusing. Your wardrobe capsule, because I have not made
0: one, but I know you've been working really hard. Okay, so... I haven't made one either. Let me just put that out there. Bad news. Good news. I have been really planning and doing a lot of research. One of the things that I realized is like the capsule wardrobe movement is very cool in a lot of ways and also not for me in a lot of ways. For one thing, I don't think it's really possible to to do it living in Chicago the way that a lot of other a lot of people do it because you just need more clothes, even if you do it seasonally. Like, yeah. you need to have many extra pairs of boots and scarves and all that business. Right.
1: So I've been trying to find... For more on that, listen to episode four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I've been trying to find, like, inspiration that's kind of based on that, but fits more with me. And one of the things that I found recently was from a site called The Blissful Mind. Um, and her step one, instead of pulling all of your clothes out all at once, which is very stressful. Yes. Um, uh, She has you start by making a new vision board. So assuming you use Pinterest, a new Pinterest board where you go, you collect like all of the looks that you really like on this board. And then based on that board, you make notes. So you make notes on like the different combinations that you see, so like a shirt tucked into a skirt, or a long top and skinny pants, or whatever, like combos. I saw Nia's notes, by the way, and they're very complex. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did it all. So you do that, and then you write like items that you see a lot, and colors that you see a lot. You make a color palette. In your board. Um. Or just in life. Yes, that you see on your board. So you're basically, you start by making this board, which is an excellent step one, because it's really fun. And you don't, like, overthink it while you do it. Yeah. You look for the patterns later. Exactly. And she even says, like, it doesn't have to be clothes. It could be, like, a fabric that you like Mm, that you mm -hmm. see, or, like, a pattern or a color or a purse or whatever. Like, um, and then you make, based on that board, you kind of figure out what things you like. Um, And then... The last thing in her guide is, like, making a a very intentional shopping list. Um, So I did that, and then I also started a little journal for myself. Um, I just started it today, but I made a color palette for myself for each season today. And then I made, I started this journal, and I just want to start being more intentional about what I buy and I want to pay attention to things that I combine because that's what's the most stressful. Like Nikki, Bree's wife, has, she says she loves wearing dresses because you just put it on and your outfit is done, which is totally true. Yeah. But on days when I don't wear dresses, like I, on the one hand, I love coming up with outfits. On the other hand, when I'm getting ready for work, I'm just like, ah. And you don't wear a ton of dresses. I wear dresses in the summer. Yeah. But I don't wear them at all in the winter. I hate wearing tights. I mm. realized last year. I don't like how they feel on my gut. It gives me gas.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I think my next steps are doing a little bit more research into what I want and then doing, now that I have my color palette kind of figured out, doing another cleanse. Cool.
2: And the color palette is looking very cool. We will link to it in our show notes. We decided that's something we're going to start doing. Because we talk about so many interesting things, so we'll put links to what we talk about. And you can see Nia's palette
1: there. Yeah. At themoxypodcast.com. Yeah.
0: And you have gotten into another trend. Yeah,
2: I have another creative thing that I was going to tell you guys about a little bit. Um... It's called bullet journaling, and essentially the idea is it's a combination journal, note keeper, calendar, to-do list file that um, I read about it on Pinterest, of course, but I don't think I use it the same way that the original people started using it because I don't really use it as a calendar. I'm currently use it. Let me back up. So basically you get, <laughs> I'm very confused. Okay. you get a notebook and set it up in a specific way in that you can have a place to keep all of the things in your head on paper, but not like digitally or something like that. So it's for people who like to write, for people who like to doodle, uh, for people who just need to like keep themselves organized in a specific way. In specific ways, right? Is that making sense so far? Somewhat. So, like, people who have, like, a day planner use their day planner. And I think a lot of people have switched to Google Calendar and other digital day planners. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally have. Like, I don't use the bullet journal as a planner in that. I don't, like, write my schedule in it.
0: How is it different from just a notebook you keep? Um, I think it's... Kind
2: of the aesthetic is a lot of it. So people use it as like, you know, like that chalk chalkboard look that's very trendy and appealing now. In 2016. Like in 2016. I guess it's been a couple in t- years. In 2014. Where people like concentrate on like very neat lines and like fancy doodles around it and then like really careful lettering and stuff like that. So that's what you, you would use a bullet journal and like each day. Or each list that you make, you would do like a banner that you would make kind of fancy. Brie Still is what you me like I'm well, crazy. Well, it still just
1: sounds like a regular journal, except you want to show it off to people because you made it look nice. I think that's probably th- part of it's it. It's a
0: combination journal journal sketchbook. Kind of, yeah. It's like the Moosewood cookbook.
2: But Here's the bullet thing, though. Exactly. Like yeah, and Book. it's like the Moosewood, which if you don't have the Moosewood, folks, get on it. All right, save it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an official recommendation for later. That's just like everyday life. Uh, so, the bullet, the reason it's called bullet journal is because part of the deal is like at the beginning of your journal, you make a key of different bullet points. So, one generally a checkbox is for like a to do list, and a dot would just be for like notes, like inspiration. A star is for something important. Like, it's all pretty much. Stuff that is intuitive. But then there's different... You can kind of make up your own key if you don't want to use those. And throughout each page of the journal, whether it be a to-do list, a shopping list, I've been using it for things like I had like a bucket list for stuff I wanted to do with Olive over the summer. I've been... What
0: was the key for that? uh,
2: I I did draw a bucket as like the header. And I did checkboxes as each item. And then if you, for instance, I have like creative projects that I wanted to do. And so at the beginning of each week, I don't lay out the calendar, but I will write like notes for the week, I want to get done these projects, or these like adulting tasks. Um, and if I don't do them, I you use an arrow in the checkbox, which means that the task migrated to somewhere else in the journal. So that's mm. that's kind of a neat, Do you unique think that thing.
0: For the listener, you could post a photo
1: of your bullet journal?
2: Sure, yeah, I'll I'll post a page.
1: It still sounds kind of just like a journal.
2: I mean, it is a journal. It's just I think the aesthetic is one of the things that's specific. I think a, a lot of it is kind of like a comeback to writing, exercise, like things that people keep records of digitally. Mm-hmm. Bullet journalers are starting to keep and writing. When A lot I started of it, my
0: wardrobe notebook today, I immediately felt very satisfied. Yeah, it's
2: really satisfying to look through it. Um, I'm like I said, I'm not going to stop using my Google Calendar because it just that is necessary to life. But the uh, the big thing that I've been doing that's totally new because I've had like to do lists all over the place. So besides like keeping all of my lists in one place, the other thing I've been doing is every day, instead of writing a little journal entry about like what happened during the day, which by the way, I used to journal from like ages 12 to like 27, very consistently. And I kind of dropped off over the last few years. So it's been fun for me to get back into journaling in general. Mm-hmm. But every day I've been doing a list of three gratitudes, which it's kind of this like mindfulness step that people are talking about. On the internet and the world. Um, actually, I heard about it from one of my colleagues. She talked about it at a faculty meeting as a way to like ground yourself at the end of the day and feel better about the world. So mm-hmm. you you just write down three things you were grateful for that day, and it could be as deep or as shallow as you want. Like, you know, I had a good tomato. Right. Exactly. I've done that sort of thing for sure. Watermelon has been in there multiple times because it's been a good season for watermelon. Um, so that's like that's kind of one of the the main things I've been doing is putting that in. And I think with everything like this, it's like I feel like Pinterest is this aspirational thing that people should like cut themselves some slack on.
0: Oh yeah, I like actually you can't
2: get too too worried about it being Pinterest looking.
0: I read a great article about, like, stopping being, uh, like, accepting your home how it is. Right. And one of the things was, like, stop looking at house porn. Right. Yes, including this article. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah. Because even, like, it's hard to, to, um, even if you had a house that if you saw a photo of it on Pinterest, or an outfit, that if you saw a photo, you would be like, awesome and pin it it's very hard to recognize that in your own life in that same way Mm -hmm.
2: so like it's hard for you to look at something and say this is
0: pinterest finished
2: pinterest worthy item in my life yeah yeah I get that. Well, I think that's with the bullet journal, like, I don't do it every single day, and I, like, decided from the beginning that that's fine. Like, I don't go back and catch up on days.
0: Ugh, that was what always killed me with journaling.
2: Yeah, that's just (laughs) unnecessary. And, like, the weekend, i found, just gets so busy that I've usually done, like, one entry for the whole weekend on Monday. I'll be like, like here are some things about the weekend.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. All right. All right, I think it's time for Trend, Trend of the Line. <laughs> That's
2: Trend of the Line, folks. The segment where Brie reads us trending things on the internet and we try to figure out what they're all about.
3: All
1: right. Ready, Brie? Yes. So the first one is hashtag WWCHI.
3: Oh, man. It's like
1: Balderdash. Gotta
2: write that down. WWCHI. Yes. Well, Chicago could be part of it at the end.
0: World Wrestling Chicago. Could good guess. Guess. Is
2: Chicago the CHI? Sh- yes, it is. Okay.
0: Women's Week Chicago. Oh, that would be would nice. That would also be
1: nice. Not quite. No. Okay. Well, okay. One more guess.
0: Why Watermelon Chicago? <laughs>
1: so <Warts> bad. Sports win. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> 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 All those warts um, Give it to us I'm actually really glad you guys kept it positive Because I thought it immediately went to like World War Shy or something oh, like that oh, But it's yeah. actually um, We Are Wearables Is a site about Fashion plus augmented reality Plus tech Like, t- And they had an event tonight called WW Shy at 1871
0: Chicago Wait
1: What is a wearable? Wearable refers to wearable technology, so like, oh, like Fitbit, yeah. Google Glass, Google oh. Glass, or like you yeah. know, fabric that has sh- stuff in it that right, tracks, right. you like know, the like outfits. smart stuff. I was actually going to tell you guys yeah.
2: about this wearable technology thing. I forgot to mention it earlier. That I bought today, total impulse buy, but it looks really cool. It's it's a fitness tracker called. Bella Beat. That's the brand. And then the piece itself is called Leaf Urban. <laughs> and I know. So 2016.
1: I know. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like a swimmer at the Olympics. I found out about
2: it from Cool Mom Tech, which is like a, Urban a recommended. It? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a recommendations website for women slash moms. But it looks like a piece of jewelry. And it's either a clip that you can clip on your clothes. Or you can wear it as a bracelet or a necklace. And it tracks your sleep and your fitness stuff, just like a Fitbit. But then it also tracks your stress level based on like breathing and pulse and tells you when your period is coming. I don't know how that works, but it does it. And it Ah. looks pretty cool. Great. That freaks you out?
0: Yes. Why? You read the circle and all of that shit. Freaks me out. No offense, Bri. I know you have a Fitbit. I, I don't want an app telling me when I'm going to get my period. Oh, I already have an app doing that.
2: It I just want, it just tracks the don't days.
1: Want it. I don't want it. Don't want it. Right. But I'm happy for you. Okay. So that is wearable tech. Um, some of the things at tonight's event featured the wire-free charging purse from EverPurse. Okay. Wearable tech that helps you connect at events. From Proxfinity, and the first augmented reality app for gear virtual reality by Cubicle Ninjas. <laughs> buzzword,
2: buzzword, buzzword. <laughs> <know>. Right. So. <laughs> Sounds made up, but... Okay, what's
1: next? Alright, let's see what else we got here trending. Um, Blue Cut Fire. Blue Cut Fire. Is that a
2: hairstyle cut? Um it reminds me of that uh blue steel. Blue steel, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is not. Okay. It's um a fencing move. Ooh. That would be nice. <laughs>
2: is <laughs> it so supportive. <laughs> Something having to do with metalworking?
1: No. Oh, oh
0: wait, I think I might know what it is. There's a big wildfire going on outside
1: oh. of San Francisco. Yes, that makes much worse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> San that's... Bernardino National Forest. Well, I mean, I'm not happy about it's blue right. cut like a, g- a region. Or it must be. Yeah, okay. yeah. I learned um, about
0: that in the elevator at work.
1: Yeah, I heard about that fire. It sounds nine thousand cool. acres burned and zero percent contained. So Whoa. that's there. gonna be uh, for a while. Jeez. That sucks. Um. Alright, well, maybe I can find a good one. Uh, well, here's one related to what we were talking about before. Hashtag, make the Olympics more exciting.
0: More exciting? Okay, here's something. Here's a complaint. They don't show you a whole match of many different things on network television. If you're watching on cable, I believe you can... I mean, I did experience this. You can watch whole matches, whole mm-hmm. games. But if you're watching on, like, NBC, for example, they will show you, like, two minutes of a volleyball game and then switch to, like, two announcers on a beach talking about the Olympics in general, and then go to, like, men swimming. It sucks. That's so lame.
1: It totally sucks. You that's... can't get into it. So that's true and obnoxious, but these are funny things. For example, add bees. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else do they need down there? Bees are <laughs> coming! <laughs> Um, uh, Beach volleyball and quicksand. Oh! oh. Let them be naked. Ooh. Just like back in the day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I have to say, I watched fencing for the first time, and it's a very exciting in that it looks like two robots fighting. Because <laughs> of the mask.
2: They wear... They're all electrode. What does electrode mean?
0: Basically, they wear suits that are... Hooked up to hooked what? up to so, so that when they get tapped, you immediately know. Oh. So the sword is electric, and their hats it's electric, and their suits, their <laughs> Thank outfits, you. and it's super weird. It's like watching a sport from the future. Like they go at each other, and then one of them hits the other one, and a big light lights up, both on their helmet and on the ground, like the moving walkway or something. It's like what? What? I no idea yeah oh my god so, and they're like in a completely black room where like you can't really see the crowd it's so bizarre that's so weird and their hats or their hoods or whatever have like cords coming down the back of the neck so they totally look like cyborgs
1: it's very that weird is totally wild nice so it sounds like you're saying certain parts <laughs> of the olympics are already exciting yeah that I guess, sounds yeah, pretty exciting the only way it could
0: be more exciting if it would be if it was really two robos. Right. But maybe it is. Or
1: one robo. One human. Ooh, and you don't know. Yeah. <sighs> you
0: never know. And then they fall in love. <laughs> oh, the Olympics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, All so right. romantic. <laughs> let's do one more. <laughs> Alright, one more. Hashtag win me over in four words. Is this a romance Hey thing?
0: baby, shake that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good.
0: All right. A stranger said that to Casey once. Just shake that. Your eyes are so. You'll
2: never know. What? I'm not gonna win (laughs) anybody. Fill in the blank. You have beautiful eyes. That's kind of boring, but
0: that's nice. That's good.
1: I got you Chipotle.
0: Oh. Um, People on Twitter are funnier than me. I know. (laughs) Well. All of my tweets are like. This guy on the bus stinks, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I <mine> do. <laughs> Hashtag
2: don't win me over. <laughs> uh, got you Chipotle. I don't know Chipotle.
1: Okay, people
2: well, are obsessed with Chipotle. It it's one of those things. Sit well
1: with anyone I know. Oh, I love it. So right, you're it wrong. Does work with free Okay, well here's another one. I brought you Starbucks, or just I got you coffee. No,
2: that I got. I got into that idea <laughs> just now just,
0: <laughs> <break my> mind. <laughs> i got into that just now
2: <laughs> not uh, starbucks though
0: what a, uh, yeah i mean just like i brought i got you tacos mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. double meaning here is a burrito <laughs>
2: <laughs> time for some
0: recommendations so My recommendation this episode is musical. I... Hamilton. (laughs) There's this new musical. (laughs) Wait, have I talked about how I got Hamilton tickets on the show yet? No. I got Hamilton tickets. Don't come find me. I haven't printed them out because I'm too afraid someone's going to steal them. Um, (laughs) But it was a magical night and I... They opened up tickets for January to May in New York, and I tried to get them for an hour, and I went on right when they went on sale, right after they announced it. I happened to be checking my email. And then I kept putting them in my cart, kept timing out, didn't work over and over again, and on a whim, I went to a previous date just to see if maybe something opened up. And Mm -hmm. suddenly I had two tickets in my cart, and then I bought them. And it took like... I want to say it took, like, more than a month to get the tickets in my email. What? I got an email saying, there is a delay for this show. You will get your tickets. Like, here's your confirmation.
2: Oh, that's I didn't that, know that. that weird. That's very weird. I've never like, heard their of that Your email. Automatic?
0: Yeah. yeah. What do they have to do? I mean, this show is just, like, breaking all systems. Right. Totally. So, um, so yeah, that'll be in December. I'm going Keep you posted. with.
1: Meg's huh. going with. Well, we will have to do it. <laughs> Isn't Harus it in cow. the last Full row enactment?
0: Yeah, they're literally last row tickets. Yeah. But they were only 150 each, which like I was just reading an article today about how the last 100 shows that Lin Manuel Miranda was in uh, scam bots alone made 15 and a half million dollars off of God. tickets. Tickets in the front were going
1: for 15 grand. <gasps> holy cannoli yeah he's Damn, like kid you can't go to college but guess what we're going to see Hamilton oh god
0: yeah crazy he's like involved with um Chuck Schumer right now with making trying to make those bots more illegal like they're not legal everywhere they're legal here I believe what? I don't know what that means so you know that reselling is a thing yeah but people create software that just buys as many tickets as possible oh, and it that's can so do it in milliseconds that's horrible so that's why shows like that become so expensive i had no idea i just wow and they sucks. sell out immediately and when i when i worked at a venue we would actually go back and cancel orders that we thought looked suspicious so mm-hmm. if like somebody bought tickets in alaska or something we would just cancel their orders which is it's tricky because like they use real
1: names and real email addresses and stuff so how do they get around i mean isn't that the point of like the captchas and like all that stuff i I, mean i guess it's really
0: sophisticated i don't know i don't know but they do like that's what happens that's why these shows sell out like big shows sell out immediately it's because of bots that is
2: so fucked up.
0: Yeah. That's not fair for the world. And it's it's not illegal everywhere, but they're trying to make it so there's, like, jail time and fines are, like, $16,000 for a Yeah, shower. they should. So, hmm. yeah. It's interesting. Anyway, my recommendation <laughs> <laughs> this month is musical. <laughs> um, I went to see the Alabama Shakes last month at the Aragon and... The opener was a woman I had not heard, and I didn't look her up in advance like an idiot, so I missed part of her set, but her name is Emily King, and she is amazing. I'm totally obsessed with her. I've been listening to her nonstop since. I haven't even listened to Hamilton in, like, two months. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But she is... She's got, like, a Janelle Monae thing, kind of, with her look. Like, she wears, like kind of power suits and she's got a cool retro kind of punky hairdo cool and her music is like a little bit prince it's kind of funky it's got a little bit of like a 90s dance music feel on some of the stuff but her voice is totally gorgeous her stage presence is amazing she dances all over the place and um her new album is called the switch and the whole thing is fantastic and some of her old stuff is good, too, but she's pretty new. So, like, the thing right before the Switch is, is an EP, and it's good, but then, like, earlier stuff is not that good. And she'll even, I just watched, like, a live taping with her, and they were like, well, look up all your stuff. And she was like, not all of it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, highly recommend cool. Emily King.
2: Yeah, that's on my
0: list. My
2: bullet journal list of music to look
0: up. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Nice. I can't tell, I can't choose a favorite song. Like cool, cool. So, all right. Just the whole album. I'll find
2: it. All right, I have two recommendations. The first one is quick. It's an unusual one. It's a cosmetic product. Ooh, Ooh. la la. I've actually told you about it, Nia, and you've scoffed. But I'm going to recommend it again. I can't wait to scoff on air. I know. <laughs> so, I was looking for a mask. I usually I wear mascara pretty much every day, oh. and that's like the only <laughs> makeup. <Jimson. laughs> you. <laughs> I know. It's pretty much the only makeup I wear every day. Um but it just makes me look more awake. So, that's what I do. And so I wanted to find a natural mascara because I just don't like having, you know, super chemically stuff especially near my eyes. So, I was looking I was reading some like list of natural mascaras ranked and I found this one, Physician's Formula. And so I just, like, impulse bought, bought, like, one of, like, a couple of the different kinds. And I found that the gaudiest one... It's really funny because they're natural. So, like, most of their mascara and, like, different things have, like, leaves on them. And they're, like, beige Ten. and green, yeah. you know, as natural things are. But there's one line that has two mascaras called Sexy Booster. And they <laughs> are so garish. Like, it's embarrassing. The I've tube is shiny red with flocked, curly cues made out that of means like velvet, velvety black curly cues on the tube, and then it has a ribbon tied around it with the charm of a high heeled shoe. It looks like a vibrator. <laughs> it looks <laughs> totally ridiculous.
0: It looks like, like a vibrator case.
2: Yeah. When <laughs> I got it, I was like, "Oh come on, what?" And the other weird thing about it is that. It has it's like has cocoa butter and so that already smells good, but it also is infused with vanilla, which I was like, What? But think about it, makeup smells not that great usually. Especially like Great Lash mascara, which I still use when I need waterproof. Smells terrible.
0: It smells like a chemical. I don't the only smells of my makeup that I notice is when it's scented and I'm always like, Why did you make this scented? Well,
2: I w- I'm very sensitive about smells, like, especially after pregnancy. Like, that just kind of, like, Maybe set you're still my nose pregnant. off weird. now. God. <laughs> um, but for some reason, I like this vanilla stuff, vanilla mascara. But they have, so there's two, like, sexy boosters, and I've used both. And the thing I like about them is that they really do last most of the day without it being a waterproof one. And it just, it's a good brush, it stays on. And I tried another version of their mascara, one of the green and tan tubes, and it was terrible. So, just the sexy sexy booster.
1: And people say to you, your eyes are so... (laughs)
2: Physician's (laughs) formula. There you go, folks. (laughs) It's also a weird name. Um, But you can get it at CVS and stuff. Anyway, I have another uh, recommendation.
0: Oh, my God.
2: And I've been saving this because I know Nia's going to love it. It's called Flow Magazine. She's picking it I'm up. Picking folks. it up, folks. Here it is. Here's it, it is. about periods. No. It, it appears to have several taglines, so it's a little confusing as to what it's about, but here they are. First it says flow, a magazine that takes its time. Celebrating creativity, imperfection, and life's little pleasures. So it kind of has like a real simple vibe in that way. Okay. But the other thing is it also says a magazine for paper lovers. Oh, which I very much am. Like, it's, you know, people have their design thing that they're really into. And I've always just adored paper. My aunt, Grace, amazing designer. She used to work for a company that she designed paper and wallpaper and stuff like that. And I still have, like, boxes of paper samples from her that I will never get rid of because I still use them for stuff.
0: We used them to wallpaper our dollhouse. Yeah,
2: it was a really fancy dollhouse. Um, so this magazine is really... Very design-oriented and really cool. Each divider, like, in the different sections, they divide it up by sections, and each section has a divider of, like, thicker paper. This month, it's, the divider is just a page of a design from this English um, fabric and wallpaper company. So, like, they'll just have a full page of the magazine that's just an image of a pattern and stuff like that. And it'll be, like, just, like, a quote with a really cool design behind it. And, like, this month, or I think it's quarterly, so this quarter they had a focus on letterer, lettering. And so they have all these designers who do lettering. And it's just, cool. like, the coolest design magazine. So where
0: did you pick it up?
2: I got it at the newsstand in Evanston, but I think they have it at Whole Foods. Um, It's very expensive, which is good that it's quarterly because it's like 23 bucks. Woof. So it's like the price of a book. Um, but I think Kinda it's, like a it's not table. published in the US. It's published, I think, in the Netherlands. It was a little hard for me to tell because there's also like a German version, and a French version, but it says it's printed in Poland. Um, so Woof. I looked up and it seemed like if you got a subscription, it would actually be more expensive to get an American subs- subscription. So I think I'm just going to find it every couple months at you know places that sell magazines but it's it's just really cool and and there are articles too it's not just images and the articles are about kind of mindfulness again things like that um art they do a lot of spotlights on small artists and etsy shops and stuff like that awesome yeah it's really cool so flow magazine folks
0: All right, well, I guess it's time for our song. Yeah,
2: so this song is one of our faves from childhood. Nia has rewritten the first line.
0: It was hard for me to do it because usually I say, hot dog, sausage in the city. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so this is Summer in the City by The Love and Spoonful. And I was really excited because I wanted to do this song, but we have this you know, the caveat is it has to be by siblings. And I looked it up and it's actually written by John Sebastian of Loving Spoonful. And his brother, Mark Sebastian, wrote part of it. And he was not in the band, but the guy who was in the band listened to this song that his brother wrote when he was in college, like apparently looking out on Washington Square Park thinking about summer in New York. And so the chorus that the it's a different world that was written by his brother and then john sebastian wrote the verses and one of the things i've always loved about this song is how the mood totally changes which is the point is that it's daytime and then nighttime and it switches back and forth and so i thought it was cool that the different parts where the mood changes were actually written by different brothers
0: and then i wrote the hot dog sausage
1: in the city part (laughs) exactly so oh thanks for clarifying yeah so
0: that's our song for this episode Thank you for listening, and please enjoy the song. And check us out at themoxiepodcast.com.
3: Ooh. on and dance all night despite the heat it'll be all right and babe don't you know it's a pity when the days can't be like the nights in the summer in the city in the summer in the city cool town evening in the city dressing so fine and looking so pretty cool cat. girl come on come on and dance all night despite the heat it'll be all right and